You could recognize food from various fast food joints by smell alone. For some of them. Yeah. I wouldn't say all. McDonald's, definitely. Oh, easily. Subway. Yeah. I feel like Subway would be another. Um, Subway, like, pumps the smell of their food outside of their restaurants. Oh, the bread alone is a dead giveaway, yeah. Yeah. Uh... White Castle, I think that one has a distinct one. Obviously, ta- mm. Taco Bell and Taco I John, I feel like I would get confused. I've never been to White Castle, so there's no Ooh. way I would get that one. Have you had White Castle, though? No. Really? Thank thank God. It's not that bad. Wow. You yeah. ate White Castle, huh? If, it, if it's a burger joint and you have to say it's not that bad, that means that it is literally bottom-tier food. <laughs> Because it's so, there are so many places out there that make good hamburgers, and there's even more places out there that make like good enough hamburgers. But I feel like it's hard to find a place that has a bad burger, or even you know like a not that bad burger. Okay, but That's how many just... bad slider places are there? Slide? Why? What? What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, they're little. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, the taste the is same the same. Thing. <laughs> it's the same if you, ingredients. If you have a piece of baked chicken and you cut it in half, you're like, this is a completely different food now because it's smaller. I think the preparation the, is also different. I, I think steam is involved somehow. I'm not sure. The nearest White Castle to me is in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin, when I was growing <laughs> up and when I was living in Madison, which is basically like Kenosha. So there's no way I would have ever had it there, and there are no White Castles in Los Angeles. So. I, for a split second, I thought you were saying that that is still the closest White Castle to you. I'm sure it's not. I saw one in Vegas, but like, yeah, I've almost never in my entire life been near a White Castle. So there is definitely no reason I would have had it at all. Andrew, could you recognize food from Arby's by smell alone? By smell alone? Yeah, blindfold. They put like a tray of their five most popular items in front of you. Could you like identify that it came from Arby's instead of any other fast food joint? Well, you're talking to a guy who has like almost no sense of smell left. Jesus. Big cokehead, Andrew? No, I got got my nose uh, cauterized as like a middle schooler because I used to get really bad nosebleeds. I got fucking nerd. And, uh, incidentally, they burned away a lot of my sense of smell. Hmm. Well, I apologize. That means you can't really taste that well either. Um, so maybe I thought, your I've thought about that a couple castle. of times. Because it's not that I can't smell. It's, it's just that I don't smell things super strongly. And I like but That's like think, a big part of taste. I, I know. I mean, like, the, the thing is, is that I can, I can still smell a thing. I just maybe can't smell it as strongly or from far away. There, there are certain things that I just cannot smell, um, like musk scents. Just can't, can't smell it 
Like they're like most of the candles out there are just nothing to me. Um, <laughs> but like I like to think that I can still taste as well as I could beforehand. But I have thought about that just yeah. laying awake at night. Like maybe, maybe I am missing out on like ninety percent of like one of my favorite things, food. Well, you're probably like you're getting a more pure version of taste of every food you know and like your 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 taste is not you know, oh so so that's why i'm just better at food than everyone else yeah, you can look at it that way <laughs> i'm not uh biased by smell see but you say biased by smell but when almost the entire population is biased by smell at what point is it you mm-hmm. actually do have an inferior taste your taste is only relevant to people nope. that don't have a good I, sense of smell. I'm the only sane man. <laughs> Everyone else is crazy. Well, it's not crazy. You're, you're speaking in objective reality. It's just the reality for people with low senses of smell. So, like, what, a, what if I, else. you know, I went to space, something happened, and I came back, and I'm like, hey, guys, all the colors are wrong. You yeah. you don't get it, but, like, your, your brain is fucking up the colors. I mean... And, like they're actually different, you know. I mean, My green is your blue. Crazy. We've already talked at length about how Andrew's red is Ryan's brown. <laughs> That's uh, hey, look, we made it. The it's name Dingleberry of the officially. color is literally red berry. Dingleberry. Yeah, you're right. Nailed it. And That's the- correct. And this is literally the 64th episode of the Quarantine Cast, sponsored by Voluntary Viewing, recorded on June 15th, 2020. Um, big news. All right, cool red berry guy. Why don't you wrestle Jim Jordan? He'd kick your ass. Oh, man. I, okay, I, I put it in the planning document for this week's podcast, and then I realized like, there's no way we're going to get a full week without talking about this <laughs> <laughs> or a full lucas, 10 minutes lucas tell me tell me you saw this shit oh yeah you did you commented on my uh thing on twitter yeah yeah this this is fucking gold um so matt gates was talking shit about the u.s soccer team saying that they would kneel during the national anthem and basically said like i'd rather not have a soccer team at all you're, you're not allowed to play soccer without standing for the national anthem. And Ron Perlman came in and was like, hey, no one fucking cares mm. what you think. And then they got into a little bit of a spat. And then Ted Cruz, or no, no. So, so Ron Perlman then said, like, um, Matt Gates, you're lucky that uh, Jim Jordan exists because otherwise you'd be the most uh, ugly politician ever. And then Ted Cruz came in. <laughs> After that comment, and he's like, oh, yeah, Hellboy. And, like, started talking some shit. And he's like, I challenge you to wrestle Jim Jordan. <laughs> Ted Cruz came in and challenged Ron Perlman, a 70-year-old man, to wrestle someone else. Who was is famously, or infamously, if you want to think about it, a wrestler. Yeah. A very, very, no one is debating Jim Jordan's wrestling credentials here. Like, what the fuck? Are you not allowed to shit talk someone if they're a really good wrestler? Like, wait, hold on. Jim Jordan is a wrestler? Let me Google Jim Jordan wrestling. Oh my Uh, god. Oh, he ignored sexual assault. (laughs) Awesome. 
Yeah. yeah, well, just like no one is denying that Jim Jordan most likely was involved in a cover-up of a sexual misconduct scandal. <laughs> I'm not debating that either, Ted Cruz. <laughs> but why the fuck are you here? Because no one was talking about you, Ted Cruz. Why are you here? Yeah, they were. And... <laughs> Well, I don't think they were talking they, about Ted Cruz. No, like, they were talking about Ted Cruz in that they were talking about a fragile white male who was, like, being oh, made okay. fun of for his, you know, protectionist views and just outdated interpretations of various but then, national But then symbols. that just means that Ted Cruz just fucking, like, owned himself, you know? <laughs> Which is, you know, the, the most Ted Cruz thing ever. But besides that... Ted Cruz coming in to challenge an old man to wrestle another person is fucking insane. Ted Cruz is a drunk girl at a party trying to get her boyfriend to fight a guy. It's pretty accurate, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, so, like, this is his thought process. Mm-hmm. Wow, Jim Jordan's being made fun of. I'm going to defend him by, like, saying that he could kick your ass. <laughs> like... You you shouldn't make fun of this guy. He can kick your ass. And it's and like, then, are and then, we like, in like elementary school right now? <laughs> like, well, then I, just, I don't even understand. Like, this is not how civilized society behaves. No, you can't. Like, people who are stronger than you cannot. Like, <laughs> they're not immune from being made fun of. Like, it's the playground. Like, what? Yeah, like these. Not not only is this just like kind of fucked up, but like. They're also, like, these are all politicians. This is one actor who came and just, like... I was going to say, except for Ron like, Perlman. Right? Yeah, Ron, Ron Perlman is like, fuck you guys. And then, like, all the politicians were like, oh, yeah. And then, like, tried to gang up on him and, like, tried to dunk on him. But yeah. in the stupidest way possible. Yeah, yeah. no, it was... Um, Spencer Crittenden, who was formerly a member of the Dan Harmon podcast, Harmontown, um, had a really, really good tweet where he just like broke down the like sheer insanity of everything that had went down. And like it was, you know, getting more and more insane, like starting with, oh, yeah, why don't you wrestle Jim Jordan? And then like getting like crazier, like, oh, why don't you get into a fist fight with uh, fucking Suzanne Collins? Mm-hmm. And, then, like, and then it ended with like, why don't you? Oh, I need to. So I need to find the exact person so that it's not. Uh, what's it called? Uh, libel? Defaming. Okay. Yeah, it's not libel. <laughs> or, <laughs> because it's a real thing that actually happened. I think I know who it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Mike Huckabee, but I just want to make sure that I'm not uh, accidentally defaming the wrong person. Um, shit. Oh my God, he tweets a lot. <laughs> Spencer. Goddamn, dude. Your feed is. Next level shit. Oh, yeah, it ends with, I hereby challenge you to a dog murdering competition with Mike Huckabee's son. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Which okay. is real. I and that's be... the exact thing that they're doing. Like, they're God damn he's it. challenging <laughs> them to a contest for the thing that the person is notable for. Like, what the fuck, dude? What world are we living in? Dude, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't talk shit to Mike Tyson's face. He'd kill you. He would like, commit murder. He's like, yeah, he would. He would. He's You're a right. fucking professional at doing that. He would. He would murder me, and then he would go to prison for murder. Like, there's this isn't a world without consequences for your actions. You are allowed to point out inaccuracies and inadequacies of a person's argument without 
someone playing the like I'm stronger than you card, and it's not even I'm playing the I'm stronger than you card. It's my this friend other that you're talking shit about you. is stronger than you. <laughs> like what? Well, what world are we living in? Because it would be like you know Ted Cruz coming in and is like I challenge you to fight this other man who like i you i bet you wouldn't last five minutes in the ring with conor mcgregor <laughs> no shit yeah you idiot you're right you fucking nailed it wow your powers of deductive reasoning are beyond reproach mr cruz i will be right back i gotta take something out of the oven but i'll be uh, back in a second mr uh what's his what's his real name is it just theodore no, no something uh, like Raphael. Raphael. Oh, that's right. Ra- Ooh. Mm. Which he can't run by because he appeals to racists. <laughs> they'd never vote for Raphael. So he goes by Ted. Isn't that cool? And totally not being a traitor to yeah, everything. That. Just human decency. Mm-hmm. Well, I I mean, uh, Ted Cruz has pound. killed probably upwards of thirty people back in the you know seventies. So <laughs> back in the Zodiac Killer days. <laughs> God, remember when he was a meme? <laughs> <laughs> and not just whatever the fuck he is now. I mean, yeah, like just he... some fucking beta cuck. <laughs> like yeah, he literally, like has to now bow down to a man who said his father <laughs> fucking. And made fun of his wife. Yeah, no, and called his his wife wife a dog. Yeah. (laughs) Like, literally. Not not just tolerate him. He is literally deep-throating Trump everywhere he goes. That's his job now. That's his whole job. (laughs) Yep. Could have gone the Mitt Romney route and been, like, the Republican with a conscience uh, route. But, no, he's a a little beta bitch. Yeah. Instead, just fucking bows to his master, who just literally said just ungodly things about the people that he loves. Like as much as I'm like not a fan of Mitt Romney, he is a walking like reminder to all Republicans that hey guys, free will exists. Yeah, you don't have to do the things that you're doing. You can choose at any moment to not do them. Five bucks says Mitt Romney runs for something as a Democrat by 2024. I, I always said I feel like he's yep. gearing up to switch party affiliations, but man, he's really going to have to change all of his policies. Ah, yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> like he, he is, he's pretty staunch conservative. Yeah, he's not like, you know, he, he's not doing these things because he's the liberal guy in the Republican yeah. Party. He, he's, he's just the guy that thinks Trump is fucking evil. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then we should get into the, uh, other bit of big political news. Um, I, I, infinitely bigger, but, uh, less funny to talk about. Um, the Supreme mm. Court ruled today that, uh, Title VII worker protections apply to the LGBTQ plus community. Yay. And it also said that it won't hear about qualified immunity. So. Yep. Give and take today. Give and take. Definitely a give and take. A surprise, for sure. Definitely. Given the current conservative court. But, uh, yeah. It, um, I believe it was uh, Gorsuch. The, uh, yeah, Gorsuch wrote the right, who affirming. Was only appointed because Republicans kind of fucked 
over Obama and wouldn't let him uh, make what is arguably rightfully un- well, un- no, they, un- they didn't. They didn't kind of fuck over Obama. They they violated clear rulings in the Constitution and <laughs> took away a huge portion of a specific president's power so that possibly a guy later on, which ended up being the case, could appoint judges that they preferred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just just a disgusting disgusting move also elections have consequences because merrick garland was pretty moderate in the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. and you know if hillary would have gotten in just out of spite would have elected like the youngest most liberal judge of all time just like literally go fuck yourself like just fucking aoc gets put as (laughs) as a supreme court judge or some shit like She's going to be on this for 70 years, making very liberal rulings. Go fuck yourself. And instead, the exact opposite happened, which is what they were banking on. God, can so. you imagine that kind of job security? Yeah, it's, I can't, and I hate it. <laughs> yep. I, I literally can't imagine, like, you can do whatever you want, and you're a judge for life. <laughs> you're a Supreme Court justice for the rest of your life. Wasn't there one case of, like, a judge who was almost removed? Yeah. Like, like retired or something? I think think someone was... I think the only impeachment of a federal office in the United States was a Supreme Court justice, I want to say. I I remember Googling this. Like, the only remove... Successful removal, I mean, uh, during the impeachment process was a Supreme Court justice. So, like, yeah, I guess technically you don't have a job for life, but, like... You could be like Clarence Thomas and literally not say anything for decades and <laughs> have a job forever. Clarence like, Thomas has just gotten eyeballs tattooed on his eyelids <laughs> and is sleeping through every fucking court. Yeah. And then, like, eventually he's like, uh, someone, someone mark me down. Yeah. What a, what, who's another conservative justice? Yeah, what'd you say? All right. Let, just and then the guy's like, just change your answer a little bit so that he doesn't look like yeah, <laughs> fucking again, and just like school children shit. And now Clarence Thomas with his opinion, uh, what he said, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Oh man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Congrats to the uh, LGBTQ plus community on this one. Um, days after uh, being removed from, you know. Obamacare protections, but yeah, guess. But take what you can get, LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. If you read, if you read the dissent by Alito, it's got some weird shit in there. Yeah, like for sure that like show that maybe you shouldn't be a Supreme Court justice for life. Like the world just moves around you while you're sitting there on the bench. Like he he knows for certain. That uh, discrimination by sex somehow only referred to straight people, but mm. can't be positive that uh, the right to bear arms in the broadest sense didn't mean flamethrowers and automatic weapons and like oh. weird specific weaponry. I get it. He doesn't think these protections should apply to these people because he doesn't think they're people. Got it. <laughs> that's, that's part of it. That was another person who was ripping down Black Lives Matter signs created by, like, children. And then someone yelled out in the video, Black Lives Matter. And he said, not to me. And, like, <laughs> I think he was, he was on, like, a family court. Like, he, he was, a, he was a, a member of a family court, mm. uh, like, government agency, basically. Like, he, 
He, he was in the government, and he literally, like, started twirling his mustache. Like, that's some <laughs> next-level no, evil yeah, shit. How not, do you even... not even the fake All Lives Matter where we know... No! That, like, we know what you mean. It was literally, black lives don't matter. Yeah, no, they <laughs> don't. Fucking I asshole. disagree. Um, and then, yeah, what was he? Oh, he's the supervisor for the writ services unit of the Philadelphia Family Court. Is his uh, official position. Family court. The best place where you should be racist. Mm. Yeah. So, at least he's now been outed. And um, I, if there's any justice in the world, he'll be fired. But... Well, he's a justice in the world. <laughs> and then, um, what's his name? Oklahoma State coach. Uh, uh, fucking what's... Uh, Mike Gundy was in, a, in an OAN shirt. Oh. Like recently for a picture, uh, like posing and um, Ch- uh, oh man, I don't. I think it's Chuba Hubbard, the star running back for Oklahoma State, who's probably either the best or the second best running back in college football this mm-hmm. coming season. Said basically like I'm boycotting the team and will not play until Mike Gundy is fired for this. <laughs> taking taking a pretty hard line stance. Good for him. So yeah, it's uh. It's pretty fucking wild, man. That's that that might actually shake things up. And of course, OAN, basically the more extreme version of Fox News, and have said things such as Black Lives Matter movement is just a bunch of criminals. <laughs> like, mm. Just not even dog whistling, just actually saying blatant racist shit. Like, yeah, it's um, it's something. It's weird. So, but yeah, basically Chuba Hubbard is now going to enter his red shirt junior year. So he could have declared for the draft last year. And some people were surprised that he didn't. So I wonder if they'll find a way to maybe get him into the supplementary draft if he decides to not play anymore. That would be... I remember that happened with Terrell Pryor when he got suspended for his last year. So he then just entered the NFL draft into the supplementary draft. How do so, contracts work with the supplementary draft? Are they like they're slotted? Smaller. Okay, that's that's but, what I figured. Um, but I you make something, right? I mean, yeah, but... you make money, and in I think most cases, it's people that you know would have otherwise not made any money, yeah, and would I, not have been able to play. Yeah, I mean, like the thing is that like very rarely are people you know that go into the supplemental draft people that would have been drafted highly otherwise. Yeah, but. I mean, if he if this guy really would have been maybe the best running back of the coming season, you gotta think that some people are gonna put some chips in to get him. You know? Oh yeah, no. I mean, when Terrell Pryor entered the yeah exactly supplementary like, draft, everyone was like, "Oh fuck!" Like this is unfair. Like you're just in the middle you, you of the goddamn gotta, season, like a yeah. a blue chip player is like, "Hey guys, I'm here for cheap." You got a bona fide first rounder for basically nothing. Like yeah. That's uh, beneficial. But yeah, he, he rushed for more yards than Jonathan Taylor last year. So like, he, he, he definitely, he probably wouldn't have quite been the same level prospect as like J.K. Dobbins and Jonathan Taylor, but he would have been basically one tier below in like the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire tier. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was in the first round. So yeah, uh, you never know, man. Some team might have really liked him if he would have entered and could have gone high. All right. So um... who knows? Speaking of high, long, I, 
Fuck it, whatever. Uh, we gotta move on to a uh, clap sync and then the post roll. This one's getting Speaking a little long. Big. Uh, sure. podcast but i played a few hours of bioshock the first one remastered last night not my cup of tea in the current psychological state let's just say yeah bioshock infinite so much better oh what you're okay with that one in your current state yes well no not in my current state i haven't played it but like okay bro the intro of bioshock infinite is gorgeous like what a world that you're entering it is literally like the exact opposite of bioshock yeah like, bioshock is crashing into Jesus the ocean and christ is it dark like mm-hmm. everywhere you go is dank and depressing and shitty and in bioshock infinite it's like a fucking paradise that's every even even when the like game is taking really depressing turns mm-hmm. towards evil people it's still like a cheery atmosphere and, and that's fun to that's play the contrast in. you know there's no it's not fun to play in a world where everything is depressing and alarm bells are constantly going off if i wanted to do that i would just go outside i'd play like fucking dead space or some shit like if i actually wanted to play a game that's that dreary and depressing like i i was not expecting that coming off of playing bioshock infinite first man bioshock infinite's a really good game Uh, it mm. okay i see what you're saying and like i think that um uh yeah your feelings while you're down on bioshock right now are why i didn't like really care for final fantasy 10 which is just everybody everybody in that game is gonna die and they know it and then it's that's a huge bummer but then also like isn't bioshock infinite the whole shtick that like yeah this is a gorgeous utopian society that's built on systemic racial oppression yeah yeah Definitely heavy. I hope this podcast gave you a break, listener, from the heavy shit in your life. And I don't. <laughs> I hope it fucking kept your eyes wide open. That shit's still bad. And if you want to do something about what you're seeing but aren't able to get out and protest, um, once again, linking to Act Blue in the description of this podcast. Uh,. That's what I usually say at the end of these things. Uh, black lives still matter. Uh, all lives don't matter until black lives matter. Still Pride Month. Uh, fucking God, ups and downs for the LGBTQ plus community right now. But uh, keep on fighting. We're making some change. We can make some more. And thank you all for listening. Goodbye.